It's happy hour again from Central City, New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour as part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. It's brought to us today by our fabulous friends at Petite Pet Care. If you're going out of town, then you're very lucky. Well, you have a school or work schedule that keeps you away from home, not so lucky. But if you do, the folks at Petite Pet Care understand that some pets are fine going to a kennel or doggy daycare, but others prefer the comfort of their own home. Petite Pet Care are insured. They're bonded. They're Red Cross Pet CPR and First Aid certified. I wonder who certifies you for that exactly. SPCA, maybe? I don't know. Sorry, I know no one's paying attention. Most importantly, though, they love animals. For loving care, when you're not there, Petite Pet Care is. You can find them at petitepetcare.com. Give them a call and tell them I sent you. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limo or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans. And this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar, in this case, we're at Casa Borrega on Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard in Central City, New Orleans. Casa Borrega is a bar, it's a restaurant, and it's a live music venue where you can mostly hear Latin jazz. Come on down and check them out. They have awesome food, great drinks, which we're sampling today is sangria, I believe, made by Hugo Montero. And uh, you can come down here anytime you like. You can follow them on Facebook or Twitter, or you can just stick around with us for the next 60 minutes while we talk to these people. On my left, my very special guests today are Danielle Burrell. Hello, Danielle. Hi, how are you? Is it Burrell? Burrell, yes. I have not made a single mistake yet. Danielle is the owner of True North Wellness. Oh, we're already down, going down a bad road. True is spelled T-R-E-U-X. Yes. Why is that? <laughs> well, because I'm from Illinois originally, and I've been in New Orleans a long time. They can't spell in Illinois? That was just kind of my way of throwing a little of Louisiana flavor into True. True. Does it make it difficult to find you on Twitter and Facebook and the internet? No, right now you can find me as Zumba Danielle. So I think I saw you liked my page already. Today, I did like so. it today because I was trying to figure out what you look like. <laughs> yeah. So I'd recognize you when you walked in the door okay. and say, hi, Danielle. How's it going? Like yeah. I know you. True North Wellness is a health, it's a health consulting Wait, practice so. serving the New Orleans community with a cutting edge grassroots program. That's all about making healthy lifestyle choices for young people and families. Well, that's a nice. Yeah. Do they pay you for that as well? Um, kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> Besides Danielle's focus on general wellness, she's known for her signature fitness programs. Danielle is, as you said, a certified Zumba. Zumba Z- Zumba, yes. Z- Z-U-M-B-A. Zumba fitness professional, a part, I thought it said party planner, unfortunately. No. It says a partner with the City of New Orleans Fit Nola Initiative. How's that going? That doesn't seem to be catching on all that. Well, we're <laughs> in the parks, around. and if you heard of Fit Nola Parks, we're at... Um, Taylor Park, St. Rock, and Norwood Thompson. Has anyone heard of that? I know I haven't you know introduced you. I, I don't. So but Central City, Girt Town, and um, kind of the Eighth Ward. Okay. Kind of the Eighth Ward. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the Eighth Ward is. What is that? Before you get to St. Claude. Oh, okay. Franklin Avenue before you get to St. Claude, that area. Okay. That's where you're doing it. All right. Uh, also, you're the mom of a 15-year-old artist. Yes. Who serves as a class manager and part-time Zumba choreographer. She's good. She's a NOCA student. I know. So that's illegal. Very much an artist. What's illegal? To hire 15-year-olds. Oh, absolutely not. She can be Zumba <laughs> certified when she's 16, so she's in training. Yeah, but she's not 16. Yeah. Is she's working for you at 15? Yeah. She, well, she requires payment. I'll say that. But I, you have to pay her? I didn't her? hire her, but she requires <laughs> payment. Yeah, but isn't, that, isn't there some sort of labor law against hiring 15-year-old Not in the kids? family. It's not? Mm-mm, it's legal if it's family. What about slavery? I don't believe in slavery, no. No, but if they're in your family, are you allowed to have? Not an option. It's not. So some laws are okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> to break if it's your family. Hey, my 15 year old is okay, but slavery has never been okay. No, so. I know, but I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> the difference is I pay her, so there's no slavery involved. Oh, okay. But it still <laughs> seems to be an employment law that ought not to exist. I mean, that ought well, an employment law. She can get a work permit at 15, too. You can? Yeah. Does she have one? No. She doesn't okay, need one because she works for lawyer. mom. <laughs> is that true, honestly? No, honestly. I thought that was only farm No, 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 it's over. in family. So like if I owned a store, my child could work in my store and that's perfectly legal. But if she were going How to work for you, you'd need to have a work permit. Oh, I could marry you. Are you single? Um, no. Oh, well, I'm that's not. out too. I've got a what ring is that? Here. You have a wedding ring around your neck. I have an engagement ring around my neck. An engagement neck. ring around your neck. Yep. Is it still a ring if it's around your neck? Or is it yeah, it's then still a an ring. It's a beautiful ring. Bracelet. I mean, necklace. It is beautiful. We'll get on to who gave it to you in just a minute. First of all, I want to introduce you to Joaquin Emiliano. Hello, Joaquin. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? More I'm hanging point. in. I'm all right. So far, so good. How many sangrias have you had? Uh, <laughs> exactly. Joaquin is a writer. He may not be the most successful writer in the world, but don't let that cloud the fact that he's also a stunning failure. Okay. A season... <laughs> That one didn't go. Uh, well this is going to be. This is, I haven't even got to the good bit yet. <laughs> a seasoned porn and sex toy sales associate, he was also once a published young adult novelist. Nice. Well, you have a good career trajectory. I had one certainly. Yes. You had one. Without awesome. Question. Okay. Yeah. Uh, dismal sales led to his editors suggesting he try his luck elsewhere. Ah. Instead, looking to diversify his portfolio by crushing defeats, he chose to bypass the gatekeepers and self-publish online. Good idea, actually. Seemed like it at the time, and like all ideas, yeah. Joaquin moved to New Orleans with a plan to... T oh, come on. Joaquin moved to New Orleans with a plan to take his own life on his 35th birthday as a promotional stunt for his latest novel, <laughs> Suicide Notes from a Wedding. Obviously, he didn't get that right either. So wow. So how old are you now? Did you write this? This is an awesome piece of writing. Oh, um, clearly couldn't have been me then. Wow. I, uh, I, I hire other people to do my writing for me, at least when it comes to media. Good idea. How old are you now? How long ago since you decided not to kill yourself or bo botched it? Botched it probably is the better way to put it. Um, that was February 16th of this year. Oh, my God. I have and not been in town very long. In fact, I wasn't sure whether or not I deserved to be on the show, being that I only moved to New Orleans in October. October of 2013. That's correct. And it's now what month is it? May 2014. I'm not sure what year. Uh, 14. It's 2014. I can right. guarantee you that. So go. you've only been here a few months. So how did Graham find you, our producer? Oh, uh, Craigslist. The way you find everything worth finding. She found you on Craigslist. Well, I found you all on Craigslist, apparently. Okay. I don't know if you're aware of this. You all actually put out something on Craigslist saying, mm, we we're looking for someone interesting. I was drunk at the time, which meant that I thought I was incredibly interesting. Right. Have <laughs> you sobered up or could you start drinking again now? That would be very useful to me. Hmm? Could you keep drinking? That would be useful. All right. Hold on one See, second. See, once in a while we put an ad on Craigslist, like twice a year, and we find all kinds of interesting people, and this time we found you. Well, I mean, there's a first Jackpot. time for everything. Jackpot, exactly. Oh, yeah. So was, right, it, was, did, was it really a wedding that you committed your botched suicide at? Oh, um, no. What happened was uh, in the middle of 2013, I think it was June, um, a friend of mine. That is the middle, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have so many rewrites it's to do. It's okay, <laughs> that's, that's going to be a problem. All right, I'm going to go back and check that out. And okay. I know that June is the middle because uh, it's 12 months in a year, so I can guarantee prepositions. you prepositions. Okay. Yeah. So he was getting married, and it was the first wedding I'd ever been invited to to be a part of, mostly because a lot of the people I know are smarter than that to get me involved in anything that involves following directions or being able to Button stand, up your own I shirt. suppose. Yeah. I, yeah. And, um, 
<laughs> it was three days. It was up in Pennsylvania. When I came back, I thought I would start blogging about it on Tumblr, where I used to blog until I realized that Tumblr is no place for a writer at all. It's mostly GIFs and pictures, pictures. of celebrities with captions. So you Some kittens, too. You were, you were blogging on Tumblr. Yes. Uh, just what sort gave of, you that idea? Um, it was a bizarre experience in as much as I was a person in what was supposed to be a normal environment. I found a lot of strange things about it, and I decided to write it almost as a kind of backhanded gift to my friend, putting the posts, linking them to Facebook, and it kind of went out of control, um, and I sort of, you know, pardon the expression, stumbled over my own dick into a novel. By the time I was done, it was basically a short, short novel. So it started um, off on blogging on Tumblr, which nobody mm -hmm. does because it's all photos, and it ends up as a novel. Precisely. Mm -hmm. um, and that so sounds like a good after, story, right? After Kelsey? a dick stumble. After a dick stumble. After yes. a dick it sounds fine. <laughs> <laughs> after not to imply anything about my dick. The size of your uh, penis. No, no, it's, oh, I was not, about to say, no, 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 congratulations no. on being able <laughs> yeah. to trip over your own dick. <laughs> um, no, if the number is impressive, it's only because I actually measure in centimeters. I'm just kind of padding my own stats there. It's nothing to do with, believe me, it's, uh, you know. That's a good idea to measure. Sure, but it's okay because it's not thick. So, uh, it's all is, right. that, is that better or worse? Um, I don't know. It depends who well, you ask. Well, ask the fitness expert. <laughs> or ask the Daniel, person who... The or engaged I have no idea what Graham expert. invited me to. Or, 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 ask, or ask the person who used to work in a sex shop. I yeah, can, you did uh, used to work <laughs> in a sex shop. Well, we've got a lot of things to get back to. Right. First of all, I want to introduce you to our musical guest all right. today. I don't even want to talk. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this is, is way too entertaining. These are, these are some of our greatest friends, some of our most... Uh, most visited band on on a happy hour hazy ray hey. our very good friends p michael hayes josh ray joshua ray do we call you joshua ray or joshua ray summy i see uh, we stick with ray because i see both now everywhere summy raises too many questions how to spell it and how to say it I yeah don't go that okay far. <laughs> and this is ryan patrick who i've never met before although we've been in the band forever apparently yeah <laughs> All of this that's, is true. That's fine. All of this is very, very true. How come we've never met you before? Do they don't let you out normally, or what? Ryan, like I said, Ryan, I have no leaning. business in front of one of these. Uh, no way! I see you don't know how to use a microphone. Here. Lean into it so we can. Yeah, hear. yeah. I yes. see exactly. I, I have no you, idea what I'm doing. You're a guitar player in the band. I am. I well, am how come I've player. never seen you on stage? I've seen this. How many times have I seen the band play? Four, five once. times. Once. You've seen us once. Okay, once. I don't. Were you in the band? He saw me and Mitch play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen. When was that? When was that? Because you know, obviously, I wasn't there. 1966. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So Ryan, Ryan's our lead guitarist, and this uh, is the voice of P. Michael Hayes, the yes. trombone player, also uh, in the Scorsese. So uh, he was also here about two indeed, weeks ago. indeed. They're a bunch so of nice people. Ryan, uh, Ryan's the lead guitarist in the band, and uh, he's he's just now moving. Literally, his all of his possessions. All of my belongings are parked in a U-Haul in front of um, somebody's house. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say who's. It's no, there you good go. idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be gone. Well done. Where were they originally? I have to leave. I I, I'm, literally, <laughs> I'm literally right now in the process of uh, relocating to... Um, somewhere where there's a microphone. Called? New Orleans. New yeah, Orleans. Somewhere yeah. with a microphone. Kelsey May is the voice of the other woman you've been listening to so far. Sorry, it's taken me. me so long to get to you. Andrew oh, Duhon is away. Okay. I don't know where Andrew Duhon is, but he's away he's playing the guitar. He's in Lafayette. Yeah. And so Kelsey's sitting in for him. As the sidekick and guitar player on pretty the show. excited about yeah, that. Yeah, so pretty good. Thanks for having We're me. Glad to have you here. Okay, so that's everybody. What a great show. Thank you so much for joining me. That was happy hour. All right, bye. Has it been an hour yet? It's been great. <laughs> it's gone so, so quickly. Let's talk about sex toys then, shall we, Danielle? Sure. <laughs> okay. 
But I got so many great Zumba stories. Do you? Well, start yeah. with a Zumba story. Let's hear them. Yeah. Oh, man. I really just kind of walked right into that one, didn't I? You did. <laughs> no, um, not yet. Okay, well, uh, my best Zumba stories actually um, Are come from Danielle. Created. They come so, from me. Yes, throwing the ball right back <laughs> over there in that direction, deflecting as Okay, best I can. so we should ask about Zumba because it is an interesting idea. What the heck is it? It's like dance fitness or something. Zumba is dance fitness, it's a dance fitness party. So. Um, hey. If you want a cardio workout, you just come and do what I'm doing, and we just dance for an hour, kind of like you talk for an hour. It's just yeah. Anything can happen in Zumba. It's sort of like this, except like people this, are moving around. Yeah. I, and you end up looking fit and feeling good. You do. I have. I enjoy it very much. Um, I didn't really. I don't like working out, but I'm a fitness instructor, so it forces me to do my workout because I have to show up for the class because I'm the instructor. So it's just. How did you get into it? We. You I just well, my graduate training, my my heart's work is community wellness. So I went to grad school for health promotion, and I'm a certified health education specialist and certified worksite wellness specialist, and all this stuff. But I wasn't working in community wellness at all. I did five years of development work at Xavier, so I did fundraising, corporate and foundation relations. But of course, needing to work out, needing stress relief, being a mom of a single mom of a teenager um, or preteen at the time, um, I needed something to do for stress relief. So I been going to jazzercise and it was kind of okay but it wasn't quite it and I went to my first Zumba class and I was like you know what this is it the music is awesome the moves are awesome so I just so became an instructor it seems to be for people who already can dance if not people who can't not at all not at all oh no you Wrong don't have to know you. how to dance at all no no you just do what I do so I'm going to show you improvisational oh, okay so it's I already know what I'm going to do but you don't and we unless ca- you like come for Simon says except there's no I'm not saying verbal. anything just okay. follow <laughs> yep. so, there's, so there's steps that you have to learn no, you don't really have to learn any steps. It's kind of like if you were to put a video in at home and you follow what the person's doing on the screen. Video, if you had a video machine, that. yeah. Yeah. I okay. do. You have a video player, like I a VHS have, cassette? Machine. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I do as well. Do you have one too? Anybody yeah. here Super still got vintage. a vintage. Really? Mine broke 100 years ago and you can't even buy them. Like. It's, you know, someone after Katrina gave me the TV with the VHS player uh, still oh, in that, it. I'm sure they did. <laughs> Who so, would want to keep that? I mean, yeah. I kept that. I kind of thought that was fun. God, that's so clunky, those giant video It's giant, yeah. That is a funny thing to have. Well, you, I'm sure you could just get it online now. Can't you get all these Zumba yeah, things online? Yeah, everything is, Zumba sends me DVDs and I don't right. look at them. I just kind of go with my own so thing So who anyway. invented Zumba? Who is Mr. Zumba? His name is Beto. Beethoven. Beto. Not Beethoven. Where's Beethoven? Noven. Beethoven is from Colombia, if I recall correctly. Cool. And um, he was a fitness instructor who forgot his music. And so he went in his car and got his native music out of the car and started dancing. And so that's how Zumba was born. He's brilliant. I mean, he's making millions of dollars off people like me. So you have to send him <laughs> so much money every time someone pays you. Yeah, you I basically pay, pay licensing fees to use the name Zumba. So like, okay. I could do aerobics with Danielle, but because Zumba is something people recognize, I'm a Zumba instructor, so... I can brand it that way. So who proposed to you? Actually, that guy who just walked in the door. <laughs> okay, the guy, the guy, guy mean mugging you. Good in the timing. Corner. Good timing. Yeah, that is brilliant timing. Who is that? That's Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Congratulations. <laughs> when are you guys getting married? We haven't set a date yet. Well, Jeremy, come over here. Let's make a date. <laughs> What's good for you? What's good for June me? June is the middle of the year. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned a lot can, here on Can we show. broadcast from, right. from the wedding? Jeremy, there's a sangria Live. that I'm not drinking that you're welcome to have. Yeah, Jeremy, help yourself to a drink. That's good. Okay, well, how did you guys meet? Um, we met at something called Game Night, which I actually... Gay Night? Game Night. Game Night. Game like Night. Sh- there would be nothing wrong if it was Gay Night. That yeah, like... So it would have been superbly um, ironic. <laughs> <laughs> what a difference a syllable makes. 
<laughs> a mutual friend a has continent. game night at her house, and basically a bunch of adults get together and play whatever, board games, card games, video games, whatever you want to play. Se- sexy it's dice. really not my thing. I really hate game night because yeah. um, I'm not Jeremy, that kind of social. Well. Hang on. You hate... You hate You're game awesome. night. You hate working out. Yeah. You are just like a walking like, <laughs> contradiction. Yeah. What but astrological it's fun sign once you get started. Gotcha. I don't want to start, but once you get started, it's Game night. You have to be competitive. You must be competitive, aren't you? That's why I think I'm not that interested. Because you're not competitive. Not really. I just want to do what I'm doing. Which is? Zumba. Zumba. Jeremy, what is it? <laughs> If you put on Michael Jackson Dance uh, Dance Revolution or whatever it's called, she's pretty competitive. <laughs> In what sense? She has to dance better than you? Uh, I do dance can't better beat, than She you. can't beat me, but she tries. <laughs> it, you have like a dance-off in your house? We have, yes. yes. we have. I won. No, okay. you didn't. So how long have you guys been going out? You know, you didn't. Uh-oh. It's been two years. Two years. That's plenty of time to know if you get along, right? <laughs> We're still do, do you live out. together? No, we don't live together. Where, where do you live? What part? Do you live in Gentilly? I'm I saw in Gentilly. That online. Mm-hmm. Now, Jeremy, where are you? Far, a long way away or what? Out of West Bank. Oh, see, that's annoying. It's perfect. Is it? <laughs> what, a whole body of water between them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is perfect? What is perfect? Because we get just enough time to miss each other. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So whose game night was it? Um, her name is Lakedra, and she hosts. She's, I don't think she still does it. I don't know if she still does it, but it's something she was doing. And a friend of mine just kind of came to my house, banged on my front door, insisted that I get out of bed and come to game night. What so time was he? What time were you in bed? It was like ten o'clock on a Saturday night. Are you kidding? Yeah. Someone knocks on you at ten o'clock and says you have to get up and come to come to game night. Not even go hear a band. Just go play board games at someone's house. Exactly. That's why I didn't want to go. I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. I would have said you come in so here. At I've got a few drinks. Done. <laughs> right. So yeah. what game did you meet over? Twister. What was the name of that? <laughs> <laughs> they did play Twister only because her apartment is too small. But what was the game? It was a word game. Um, uh, tab- taboo? Not Taboo. It's one with a buzzer. There's a buzzer. With a buzzer involved. Okay. Well, that's know. a pretty sophisticated game night with the buzzer. Someone went out and got a buzzer. <laughs> so were you on the same team or competing? We were on the same ah, team. Ah, see, that's nice. And okay. I what, was the, what was the second date? Dinner? Or um, our f- the first date. Well, that wasn't the that was the that wasn't that a date. Okay, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That our wasn't first a date. date um, he took me to Zia's. He was trying to take me to a comedy show that was canceled, and he didn't know that. Oh, God, That's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> he was having a rough time. <laughs> he was having a rough time. It made him think um, on his feet. You know, so improv skills. Then <laughs> we went to Whole Foods, which for me is an entertainment into itself. Is so that right? I was very happy there. Yeah. And we picked up some wine and some berries and whipped cream and some. Wow! Mm. <laughs> okay, now we're getting whipped cream on the second date. Kudos, <laughs> sir. <laughs> okay. And then he took me to his favorite spot on the river to swing oh on the swings, God, and we just sat great. and talked and, and got to know each other. So, oh, yeah, that's certainly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And swings. Are you writing this down? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll throw it back over. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Joaquin, you got your little black notebook. Are you mm-hmm. taking notes? Is that a passport? No, no, no. Notebook. It's a notebook. Do you have a passport? I have two passports. Okay, one is for real or identity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Indeed. What nationalities are you? Um, I've got an American passport and I've got a Chilean passport as well. Really? Yes. Okay, are you Chilean in fact? Uh, My parents are. That's helpful. I was born in Amsterdam. Okay, so why don't you have a Dutch passport? Uh, Because I didn't go back there in time to do what needs to be done in order to be part of what is, at least in hipster circles, the greatest place on the planet. Which is that? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Oh, I thought you meant the Ninth Ward or something. 
the Bywater. Yeah. So <laughs> you can't just... There's, there's also Williamsburg, so Brooklyn. I well, mean, that's yeah. super hip. What's up with the Dutch then? They, can't, they don't believe you? If you don't go back there a certain number of years after you're born, they won't give you a passport? Absolutely, basically. I mean, they just sort of think that well, a certain amount of time has expired in which you simply don't fit in to their culture. <laughs> so therefore you weren't really born there. Your birth certificate expires. Oh, no, the birth certificate is still there. I simply can't become a citizen. That's the only country I've ever heard of that denies citizenship if you were born there. Isn't well, I could odd? definitely go there, put in the time. This is actually what I'm talking about is the easy path to citizenship. Um, if you go back, you put in the time, you exist there for a certain amount of time, you get a job, you learn the language, you learn the history. Oh, my. I'm just and getting bored talking. I was going to say, that's not gonna you, happen. you're going to be dead by then. Do you speak Dutch? No, not at all. None. None. No Dutch. None. I think there's um, nay is how they say no. Well, at least uh, which you, I, you know that much. Yeah, I, so I hear that all the time. Dutch. You speak Dutch, Jeremy? Mm-hmm. No way. He doesn't. I learned a little bit, but I forgot most of it. Why do you speak Dutch? I was well, in, uh, in here, so you like, like I was in Suriname in South America. Yeah. I did uh, some economic development work in South America. And um, I go when I got the job, I thought I was going to learn Spanish, but I go to the only place in South America that speaks Dutch. <laughs> so what economic development work we do? Uh, I, I work with entrepreneurs, helping to uh, better business practices. So I help them just kind of be more productive and more efficient in their business practices. And how do you know how to do that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know why they trusted me with that. <laughs> you <laughs> look pretty trustworthy, I would say. I would believe you. You yeah, seem believable. I try. I try. What, are you, is you, did you do that here as well? Uh, no, I did. Uh, well, I got my, my MBA degree. And um, after that, I worked for a year and realized that I want to do something different. So... Just searching on the internet, I found something that I luckily got, I guess. Lucky that, yeah. What do yeah. you do now? I teach. Whereabouts? Uh, New Orleans Military and Maritime Academy. I didn't even know we had that. Did you, any of you guys know we have nope. a military and maritime <laughs> academy here? Nope. Nope. That would be something you could do, Joaquin, actually. Uh, wait, what does this thing happen, and what does it do, <laughs> and a, how do I do it? It's a teach. military and maritime <laughs> academy. Teach students. Jeez, you guys must be the fittest couple in town, actually. You think? you think about it. You must be pretty super fit, too, Jeremy. I, I, right? I carried a load. I carried a load. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, listen, I want to come back. <laughs> I, wanna, She's a lot better than I know we've got, we've got all this way in the show. We haven't talked about sex toys yet, so let's do that in just a minute. But first of all, we need to catch up with Hazy Ray. Let's, let's hear a song. I love... Are you going to... Any chance of playing that new single of yours? The new? The, the new, new one? The new single. Sure, yeah. Is absolutely. there any chance of hearing that? Yeah, we'll play that right I haven't now. even given you like an introduction. You guys have a new record. Com- is it out or coming out? All right, so we just we, we just put out the, the new music video, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah. And uh, we have the EP to follow that uh, coming out in just in days. It's called days. Superman. Days. Days away. Yeah, so by the time Superman. you're listening to this, by and so and by the time you're by likelihood, the time it's already out. To this, it'll be already be out, and you can download it for free on and our website. And I was going to say, it's going to be wherever good music is able to be stolen, right? Everywhere that you yeah. can steal music you is where you it. can find it. But so you guys you can also just download it for free from for our free, website, yeah. which is hazyray.com. H a z y ray dot com. H a z y r a y. So what I liked about this new song, although I found it disturbing, is that it's uh, <laughs> it's an uplifting song about love. What the? Jo- <laughs> Josh, did you, you talk to Josh about Josh that? wrote that, right? I knew you because Josh is so happy. <laughs> it's crazy. All of this is hilarious. <laughs> Josh looks like that he just was, came back from Amsterdam. Beautiful. I'll never forget that. Josh, lean in here and tell me about the song. Because I listened to the song and I thought, you are, a, you, I mean, this band is great. I'm not just saying that. The band is, the sound is great. I don't know what you call it. It's like hard to categorize it. But it's beautiful. Your voice is so soulful and the 
just the whole music is awesome. And thank you. And you're welcome. You know, I think that I believe that. And this song is a very uplifting, positive song about finding someone to be in love with or being in love. It was with. more of convincing someone who uh, didn't believe that they could love again, that they could. So I got it all wrong. No, not really. You got it. Right. You got it right. This As is just always. that was the yeah. Of course, you're Grant. <laughs> that's right. That's, but, um, that's right. Yeah, it's. Are you, uh, the, are you the person you were trying to convince, or is there someone else in the song who? <laughs> no, I was trying to convince somebody else. I was desperately in love with a woman who was not ready for that. <laughs> wow. So that was that was that. It's a beautiful song. Thanks, man. So can we can we listen? To, can you guys play it live? Yeah, we. Yeah, the yeah, three of us right. will play it. Uh, Y'all it should probably talk. So yeah, it it won't quite tune and stuff. It won't okay. quite sound the way the the video. We shot the video here in town. Right. We shot it all over town. We were out there on the on the parade route during Mardi Gras, and if you get a chance, check it out. Uh, it's all it's all over our YouTube and Facebook and all that jazz. But yeah, we'll go get warmed up. Uh, y'all keep talking for a second, and then uh, okay, we're gonna get this well, all together. Okay, we'll, we can talk about sex toys while you're gone. Please yeah. do. That'd be a perfect hey, fill time us in to when talk we get back, please. It. Okay, you, I think you probably hear us across the room. How long will it take? About a minute or so. Yeah. yeah okay, so we got one minute about sex toys, then Joaquin. So we won't actually get onto the actual toys. But how did you get the job selling sex toys? Um, well, I'm a really, really, really incredibly bad capitalist, in as much as I'm not good at selling things that people may or may not need or at least that I don't think they need if I were in uh, I don't know electronics I'd be the guy saying do you really need and television's kind of big <laughs> is there anything really good on there or just eh, mm, just go home save the money take a trip somewhere um, right. and when it came to sex toys and uh, adult DVDs well it sounds terrible but it was actually something unironically that I believed in and uh, I felt okay selling um, and it uh, it worked out pretty well for a good long while. Well, you can't really sell something effectively unless you believe in it, I suppose, right? You have to be sincere. Well, I mean, you can, no, you don't have to be sincere. You can fake sincerity. You can be a psychopath and just sort of, you know, have that sort of car salesman just sort of, you won't believe the deal I have for you. <laughs> I wonder whether it's better to be a psychopath and fake liking sex toys than genuinely to uh, like I would love to be a psychopath. I... Unfortunately, you're stuck with being in love with sex toys, genuinely, which yeah, I'm no, not I, sure I, which is... I, I would love to be able to fake my way through things and convince myself that I am the only person who exists and everyone else is a figment of my imagination. These are terrible people, but they must be also just thrilled to be alive. Would that be psychopathic or narcissistic if you really believe that you're the center of the universe and everyone else is just a figment of your imagination? It's a little bit of both. They usually go hand in hand. I'm not narcissistic. I'm self-absorbed um, because I actually don't have any affection for myself. So self-loathing is still self-absorption. It's just not narcissism. I don't actually have a high opinion of myself. I don't love myself in any capacity. Um, so I therefore do not have that sort of extra step of being able to smile when I'm supposed to and take the social cues in order to get what I want to socially. Um, again, bad salesman, just not good at it. But you're obsessed with yourself, but obsessed with, your, with hating yourself. Yeah, exactly. Once again, self-absorbed. I'm not going to deny that. It's just, you know, there's just no love. I don't look in the mirror and say to myself, who's that handsome fellow over there? What are we going to do today? We're going to take over a small company and gut it. That's what we're going to do, baby. Uh, Although that jacket suggests otherwise. There's a nice little leather jacket. That's mm -hmm. a good point. Why does someone who hates themselves look so nice? And yeah, and sharp. Yeah, hey, good oh. question, Kelsey. Um, all right. I, w I wasn't aware that's what I was doing today. Portraying. Um, 
The jacket is simply because I do not own a car, and I never know what the weather is going to be like at any point. I don't trust it. You haven't so lived here that long, apparently. I wasn't. Uh, I don't know. It's been kind of strange lately, hasn't it? Allegedly. It has. Whoa! Whoa! The last couple of weeks have been a little strange, but... Did no, I just born an inanimate object to death? No, I don't know what happened. No, no. Okay. That, all the stuff is falling off the walls here. Because it wouldn't be the first time. I think that you bored an inanimate object to death. Isn't an inanimate object have life in the first place? Uh, Possibly. Chi, I suppose. Depends what you subscribe to yeah, that's true. in we terms don't, of madness. Uh, we don't madness. necessarily know that. Okay, well, we haven't got anywhere with the sex toys at all. So all right. As soon as Michael starts finishes rearranging hey, man, the furniture here at Casa Borrega. Okay. Okay, so here we go. Hazy Ray live with Superman. She thinks at last I tell myself She does more than these in spite of herself And that's all I need for company This hell that I'm in To make it well, heaven vision Oh, nothing short of one star's a meter When you're young before you learn Gravity's effects on gases in a vacuum In only a long time that you need to spin grounded in your bedroom Cause your mind is at ease And your heart's in full speed Cause you're still too young not to believe it love She helps me see through false impossibilities I'll bring you that. Dear Lord, I need some help. True love is false. I bring this to you while I fall for on all fours. Out of door to make you see. Make believe can truly be reality. If she wants it, all she's got to do is ask. I mean, it's not like I have to fast to be myself. And I've still got my health, so I will be here for a while, right? Forget to make her smile right. Talking to sleep every night. Well, God, if you're asking me, I must say it love to. Just one thing I must ask of you in return. Just help her see through this one improbability. And I'll praise you for that. Amen. Cause I'm not Superman, but I will save you if you want me to I mean, I got nothing better to do And if I did, I'm sure you could come too, yeah Nothing that I'd rather do than spend my days and nights with you Making love and making fights with you I don't know, it's all up to you A one, a two, a three, a You're in love with me Just tell me that it's possible Leave the rest I love to me And I will make it plausible And when it turns into the truth Only then may you say thank you And when I'm sure this job's done I'll be sure to say you're welcome Cause I'm not Superman But I'll save you if you want me to I mean I got nothing better to do And if I did I'm sure you could come to yeah and I'd rather do than spend my days and nights with you Making love and picking fights with you Baby, it's all up to you oh, Baby, it's all up to you You, you, you Whatever it is you want to tell I'll make sure that I am there with you 
it, I'm sure you could come to yeah. Nothing that I'd rather do than spend my days and nights with you Making love and making fights with you I don't know, it's all up to you One time, Mike She thinks and loves, I tell myself. Trombone, the trombone and twin guitars of Hazy Ray. I'm not Superman, but I'll save you if you want me to. Yeah. I've got nothing. What is the lyric? I've got nothing better to do. Uh, I have to like think about it while I'm doing it. I'm not Superman, but you I'll save it. you if you want me to. And we've got not, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to sing it. You have to sing it, Josh. But I'll save you if you want me to. I mean, I've got nothing better to do. And if I did, I'm sure you could come too. Yeah, that's a great lyric. It's a great song. What'd you think, Danielle? I thought it was great. Did you win her over? No. No. <laughs> She's a tough one then. Not some pull that, situations pull that mic are up bigger than Josh, pull that mic up a wee bit. Yeah. yeah, some situations are just bigger than you are. You bigger know? than the song. That's yeah. all right. But now you're a happily married man. Yeah, very much. Very happy. Very, that's what I thought the song was probably about you and your wife. Yeah, that, that's why I was like cringed when you asked. Because like, oh, she's going to be listening to this. <laughs> and so now we're going to have to have that conversation again. <laughs> but, you know, anyway. Well, this is what happens exactly. when, you, when you have to pour your heart out into a song. Yeah. I guess there's a sort of is there a sort of a self-governing and self-editing thing that you have no to, you no have no to you kind of if you're gonna do what you do you do it the best you can and then take all the consequences later <laughs> yeah and well, what's the no, what's no it like having that conversation with someone you're in love with now about someone who you used to be in love um, with where you can have that well, once me and Linda have been together for seven years so it's a much easier than it used to be <laughs> the conversation <laughs> the first time was really really difficult and now it's like more of a look and a yeah. Yeah. When did you yeah. write the song? Um, probably almost ten years ago. Okay. And yeah. it's a new single. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. That's it a has. good question, Kelsey. How come it took ten years for that to become a single? I mean, you gotta have the right band. You have to have a written. That's the biggest thing. Like I got guys around me that are down to do whatever it takes to succeed. And uh, I played with a lot of bands, but not a lot of bands have got to play my music because you gotta trust who's on stage with you. And I right. trust these guys implicitly. So. How did you all find each other? We met in Texas. Yeah, in the corner yeah. of a four diamond restaurant. Yeah, we all we <laughs> all this band was kind of born in a uh, in a very dark and very whiskey soaked uh, steakhouse, steakhouse in Texas. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we all met there, and then we had our first show here in 2011 yeah. at Cafe Britannia, mm-hmm. and then everything else is just history, you know. Yeah. It's working out. So you guys are all going all across the country. And, and on, I'm glad you asked. On Sunday, dude, on Sunday we, we, we play in Mobile. We leave for our 35-date tour. I don't know. Something depending, stupid. On, depending on what day it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so you're going to be all, where are you going? All across oh, the country, around um, the south or what? Yeah, mainly, mainly the southeast. Uh, like yeah, Colorado to Virginia and south. Actually, we didn't get Virginia this time. Yeah, so yeah Colorado, North Carolina and south. Okay, so if you're listening to this and you're somewhere else in the country, not New Orleans, you will still be able to see Hazy Ray in the next over the summer of 2014. Yeah, if, if, if you're listening to this somewhere else, uh, you know, just look us up on the website or our Facebook. We got all of our, our dates and our 
who, uh, locations who all puts over? all that together you guys have management or are you doing it yourself what? Uh, P. Michael Hayes. in the words of our drummer who cannot be here and Mike we trust all right <laughs> hey so Mike are you the P Michael Hayes the second or third or what is I'm the second? second the second who's yeah. the first my father. father my father so how come you're not P Michael Hayes junior that normally how it works? because junior makes you sound kind of like a hillbilly yeah and the second bit. makes you sound like a royal family. Yeah, the second makes you sound definitely. Yeah, where are you from? It's, that's all my birth certificate. Are you too. actually? That was my mom. She really? was like, no junior, no Bubba, none of that shit. It's the Bubba. second. Yeah. Can you have Bubba on your birth certificate? <laughs> I'm sure you could have it. Oh, you yeah. check out with Joaquin. He doesn't even have a birth certificate. Uh, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Uh, I was actually just about to do an Obama impression just to make it sort of topical, but I actually can't do one, so I actually stopped myself and I'm telling you what my plans were for satirical comedy. That is all. Thank you. Okay. That was a good intention. An intention sometimes is enough. Well, they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. and um, You've proven it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I certainly have. Oh, by the way, Satan says... Uh, yes. This is a good message. You know. The thing. The thing. Satan he, says, he, he you said know, he, the no, thing. I... Are you like a psychic medium? Can you be in touch with Satan or are you a Satan's representative? No, just sort of all around us in general. Satan you know. is. Yeah, just evil in all its many forms, whether it's you know mediocrity or hypocrisy, just the usual. It's planet Earth, that kind of thing. Yeah. Humanity, I, I don't so know. So what, what is Suicide Notes? Was it called Suicide Notes from a wedding? or at uh, From a wedding, from yes. From a wedding. So it's a novel, and it's on the internet. Mm -hmm. And I actually tried to download it onto my Kindle uh, this morning because, you know, the research... Did your the Kindle research just auto-destruct? Did or? not work. Okay. I couldn't get it to download onto a Kindle. Um, I don't know how that particular portion works. I didn't even download it myself. I just kind of put it up there. It's um, not on Amazon, though. Um, it's on it's Barnes on & Noble, I think. Oh, usually what the, this, uh, the company Smashwords, what they usually okay. do is they sort of distribute it to other people. It's also a free book, so it doesn't really cost anybody. It's not free if you can't download it. That is correct. It's non-existent. <laughs> really, that's the problem. So I couldn't read anything. I, I don't even know what it's about. It's Did you really write a book? Oh my goodness! <laughs> this is where it all comes tumbling down. Damn. Okay, I admit it. I'm an accountant named Herbie. That's what I am. That's what I do. I just I'm just an accountant, and I want to step out for a bit and just feel what it was like to be different or special or I don't know prime numbers. <laughs> How does it feel to be somebody else? Because I know your name is not really Joaquin Emiliano, right? It is not, no. Uh, Emiliano is my middle name. Oh, it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you dropped the last name. Mm -hmm. Correct. Why did you I do actually, that? I actually published, the, uh, uh, published three novels under my last name. Right. Uh, and um, after I was no longer publishing in print and wanted to sort of start over to where I was before I started publishing in print, which was with Emiliano. I thought I'd made a mistake. I decided to go back to just doing whatever I wanted to and letting the chips fall where they may. So that's sort of was always the intention, but I got sidelined with uh, partial success along the way. And obviously that just does not jive with me. So now you, now you have the sort of persona of a sort of bumbling failure, mm -hmm. but it's a sort of persona because you actually were successful. I mean, you probably are still successful as yeah. a writer. And you had, you had a play performed at the Edinburgh Festival I saw online. Mm -hmm, yeah. And it only took me five minutes to find that, by the way. Mm -hmm. so it only took me five minutes to find all the stuff out about you. you and really you had a successful novels published yeah. for a w well, they weren't successful. young adult. No, they weren't successful, at least they were published. I saw this review. Look, I've got this review of one right here. Mm -hmm. Where is it? Here it is. I don't know where it is. Here it is. It says, uh, it's pretty cool. It gives it. It says that um, that you ha it gave a review like the average review is like nine out of ten from this website. 
and there was one review. Oh my goodness! All right. So I thought that was really brilliant. Was that? Did you do that on purpose? Did you review it yourself? Possibly. I don't. Uh, I don't what's, know where what's, it's gone. Well, I've lost it. What's now. the review? Also, did you really have a review? Yes. Okay. Well, I've then where did I print it out? Look here. I printed it out because I'll I came show you here. my birth certificate if uh, <laughs> if you show me yours. Okay. Suicide notes from a wedding. Here's the smash books thing, and then I smash words. Uh, did I did I not bring it? I printed this out. Oh, maybe it's on the back of this because I printed this out about your dad. Look how look what your dad's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like a super famous guy. I know. Where is he now? Is it Berkeley or somewhere else? Berkeley? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure he's at uh, he's in North Carolina, Durham, North, North Carol- Carolina. So last you and, I checked. You and he's written a whole bunch of books, and he was a friend of Harold Pinter. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, was a friend technically, but yes. Was a friend technically. Well, Harold, Harold Pinter's, Pinter's dead. dead, right? Yes. But still, so. your dad must have been a pretty interesting guy. Yeah, he's my father, so I don't find Amelia as interesting as anyone else who looks <laughs> in from the outside. Right. To me, he's still my father. But he still could be an interesting guy. Look, look at the number of books he's written. How many are there? I mean, lots of people have written lots of things. I'm just saying not necessarily interesting. Sometimes people well, just... I wrote a shopping list just yesterday. I think that's incredibly right. interesting. I thought so, too. How many have but you written, though? And what were the reviews? I actually really I, need to know this. Well, the woman at Whole Food asked me, did you find everything okay? <laughs> and did you? Did you, yes. Yes, I always do find everything okay. Did you, you found a lot of good stuff at Whole Food as well, Daniel. Absolutely. You know what it's like. I can't find this fucking review anywhere, which is a shame because it really was awesome. And I printed it out especially to show you, you know, like 60 minutes. But I can't find it anyway. But anyway, it was a good review of this book. It was mm-hmm. a book that you wrote for young adults called what? Um, there was uh, three. There was one called Burning City, one called Playing It Cool, and one called The Long Wait for Tomorrow. Right. So you had three novels that you wrote for young adults, mm-hmm. which is a great market. Yeah. Well, it is once again a market. So therefore, if you're not writing about, you know, zombies, post-apocalyptic allegories, yeah. or um, what, what else is good? Werewolves? Is that what they're doing Vampires. nowadays? Wizards. Vampires, Wizards. Greek gods. Exactly. Um, so I actually was a remarkable failure as far as the three books that were published went. My editor had some faith in me, but at one point the numbers sort of spoke for themselves right about when the recession happened. Everything was going wrong monetarily with everyone, and he sort of suggested that I go along my merry way gave me some agents, some people to talk to, said maybe they'll be interested, and the novel that I had at the time was about a young 17-year-old female who had a job and was an alcoholic, and I kept getting notes back from people saying, "Ah, it's just not believable. This doesn't sound like a teenage life to me. Teenagers, it just doesn't make sense that somebody would come across so many crises in their lives, and, and why are they suffering so much? And it just sort of occurred to me that maybe a lot of people who are in publishing are in publishing because they went straight from cradle to publishing and perhaps maybe they don't know a lot about what's going on outside of their offices. So I just thought I would go ahead and do it alone. And again, not very successful, but it is kind of nice to be able to not care about what anybody thinks or worry about reviews or markets and to be able to write my own, uh, my own summaries, my own book jackets. And, did you, you did say, didn't you, that you wrote a book about a teenage ex-alcoholic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was uh, Angry Johnny, which is... Angry Johnny. Yes, um, which I'm sure a lot of people realize is, is yes, a Poe song uh, from the 90s. Um, and it's about... Uh, it's a thriller, serial killer kind of book, tracking down whodunit sort of thing. And it's about a 17-year-old female ex-alcoholic uh, who lives with her aunt, 
um, and uh, a certain person who is walking around cutting out the eyes and the tongues of powerful people who destroy their people's lives is taking a vested interest in her enemies. And she has to find this person before she either gets arrested or someone else does. And there's probably a way better way to pitch this. I'm very, very, very what? bad at this. Everybody is sitting around here spellbound, actually, to tell you the truth, aren't they? <laughs> spellbound and bored just kind of look so similar. You I can't mean, tell. I'm never, yeah. I, I'm it's horrible when you have I was actually, yeah. that your mention of the Poe song took me back to when I was 17 and drinking in my See, room I with actually, the door closed. So you kind of hit the nail on the head, minus the maybe murder eyes gouging thing. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't quite go that far. drinking when you were 17 and listening to, to well, uh, I have a question. Was there someone in your life at 17 that, like a female in your life at 17 that was like an alcoholic? Because this seems to be a recurring thing. You seem to mention it like two or three times as a character identification. Uh, no, I just uh, thought it was uh, an interesting sort of take. Somebody so young. Once again, nobody who I submitted this to believed that such a thing was possible. He'd never heard of teenagers with substance abuse problems at all. Um, I've come across like 12 year olds with substance abuse problems. Right. Um, it was more. How did just you come across those? Were you, were you the dating them? At the sex shop. At the sex <laughs> shop. <laughs> 12 year olds is, a, you know, there's a law about, about that as well. Just, you know. Danielle can tell you. Wait, hold on. What's going on now? No. <laughs> 12. I'm not in this. 12 is to you. How did you meet 12 year old uh, substance abuse? Uh, you sit on park benches. <laughs> You know, um, it's not nearly as evil as it sounds, but if you sit in one place long enough, um, drunk enough, you just run into people. Um, it's basically just taking out the initiative in life and waiting for things to happen to you, which clearly is the key to success. I want everyone listening to know that. Don't try. The key to success is to give up. Yeah, or again, don't try. Or at least know when to try and sort of when to hold back. How, that's a, probably a good thing to learn in life, when to try and when to quit. I actually think that uh, Bukowski's uh, grave has got an image of a shadow boxer on it, and all it says on it, apart from his name and birth, death, is don't try underneath, um, which doesn't have to be as negative as it sounds, I don't think at least. Daniel, what do you make of all this? I was about to ask the same question. Like I said, I'm not in that. <laughs> you're, a, you're such an up-with-life person, right? And you're like all about... And you do a lot of work to motivate people, don't, do you not? I do. Um, Can you try and get through to this guy? Yeah. Help him. He's, I'll he's just poor tell lost him, soul. always follow your true north. That's, that's kind of all T-R-E-U-X. T-R-E-U-X. Which I actually agree with. <laughs> Be true to thine self. Sometimes um, you're going to find bad things or good things, but if you fake things, you're just eventually going to run across trouble whether it's in a relationship or absolutely anything else. And also, I'd like to point out that I, believe it or not, work out regularly. Um, believe it or not. Believe, well, I mean, just because of the drinking and everything. And smoking. And, also, and the smoking <laughs> as well. Um, but the point is that the older I get, the more I realize that if I want to keep doing the two things that I love the most, three if you kind of include writing, you know, on <laughs> weekends and alternate do do? Um, Well, I can't do very good cardio because my knees are messed up. Mm -hmm. Apparently, the back of my legs are not as developed as the front of my legs. Let's take a look. Because I'm a genius. <laughs> uh, the back of my legs. Actually, my rump is just So you festive. need some strength training. Um, <laughs> I know I do, um, you know, just push-ups at home. I walk a lot. I don't have a car, so I usually just walk around. Um, and Famously. I, and I'm a vegetarian. Okay. Um, so what would you recommend for developing the back of his legs, Daniel? He needs strength training, but I mean, if he's walking and moving and Zumba. doing whatever he loves, Zumba, he could yes. try Zumba. There's a, actually, I have class at six o'clock across the street at Ashe, so. At the Ashe Cultural Center. Yeah, hey, so y'all can so come join me. So you don't even me. have to walk home in a hurry. <laughs> no, nope. I can Zumba. You can go home. straight. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you live? What part of the city? 
Um, I live uh, right next to Tulane. Okay. Uh, which uh, was a bit of an interesting not change for me, just because in North Carolina I lived very near originally to Duke University and then UNC. So came down here looking for a change, and I somehow ended up right back near very loud, boisterous, obnoxious college students. Um, so it was a nice try, but the, uh, the place where I live is incredibly cheap. It's falling apart. I think they rent them out specifically to college students who don't care about having the upkeep uh, go on from year to year. And so you're not a college student there, right? Oh, no, not in the least. Nothing like it. But nope, you're still I, living I in I, college. I haven't stepped on a college campus for educational purposes since 2001, possibly since 1997 when I went to college. And how do you like living here then? It's nice. It's interesting. It's a change. I'm sad to say that I don't have the love affair yet with this city that everyone else seems to have. God, that must be annoying that everyone tells you it's such a great city and you're going to fall in love with you come oh, here and it's just it's another I'm saying that it doesn't, it doesn't touch the uh, <laughs> doesn't touch the emotion. I was living in Mid-City for a month with a friend before I moved and I agree that intellectually there's a lot to love and it's very interesting and never a dull moment for the most part. Um, it just hasn't pulled at my heartstrings yet, which is a little depressing. Um, Do you have heartstrings? Uh, they're just more like heart <laughs> pedals, really. Um, I have heart breaks. Um, Do you have a relationship with anybody? I have... Uh, Are you counting? I moved down here because I knew one person who uh, I knew from my New York days who I originally met in Vermont. His girlfriend became a friend of mine, so now I have two friends, technically, and my two roommates I am friendly with, so that's, uh, that's four people, I suppose, Since give or take a definition. In a few months, it's not bad. But, I mean, you don't have a girlfriend or, or anything like that. No, nothing, nothing of the sort. No, you look very disdainful when I ask you that. No, it's just... It's like an uh, ugly idea. Oh, just, I, you know, more thinking along the lines of if there were a potential girlfriend, just like, ah, uh, that's not going to go well. I was just already projecting ahead, I suppose, and writing right. my own song. You seem like an extremely negative person. It's Hence the heartstring inquiry. It's not necessarily yeah. negativity. I actually just think about it as sort of realism. Um, but I'm just prepared about a lot of things. Um, for example, I, I actually do think the worst about people when I meet people, I don't use it oh, as a awesome. way Oh, that's awesome. What's the worst about me? You said Abs you think the worst about people. I expect the worst about oh, people. My okay. mistake. I Sorry. You. <laughs> I really need another drink if I actually yeah, get below, I, I if I get, if I get below a certain amount. Hang Graham, on a second. can you hook us up? <laughs> Just I'm, sure, I'm sure the bartender here can hook us up. He's a super. Look, that guy is a nice guy. I can see you really need a drink. It's not fair. But the whole thing is, well, when you get this drink, you can tell Anything us. Anything in the world. Anything that's got alcohol in it. The whole thing about the negative persona is all just a... A joke, though, right? It's a persona. You don't mean any of that. Uh, again, I just don't think it's really negative. Right. I just sort of think I have a you know vision. I think it's more or less real or realistic. Um, the question is... Are you depressed? Yeah, all the time. So what do you think when you look outside? Like, I'm looking out the window here. It's, it's a... Oh, here's it's a beer. It's a beautiful I'm, day. It's a Thank gorgeous... You. Isn't it's it, gorgeous Daniel? It's a beautiful today. day. It's not even hot <laughs> yeah. for once. And it's, it's breezy. What do you think? And it's a lovely day. So I don't have any problems. So you'll go that far? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, well, tell me, coach me, help me out. What, what comes next after it's a lovely day? I don't know. I was just I wondering. I can enjoy the tactile feeling of the sunlight, a nice breeze, all those things I'm absolutely fine with. So, so at the end of human. all of my Zumba classes, we mm -hmm. take a moment to share why we're feeling thankful and or blessed. So what would you say you're thankful or blessed for? This moment is not half bad at all. I'm enjoying myself immensely. <laughs> 
I'm sitting with people who I did not know probably around, uh, how long has it been? What year is it again? 53 minutes. 53 minutes. Okay. So that is not bad. I will take it, and I'm very happy about it. You could be friends with all these people around this table now. I mean, I... You could have made a whole bunch of new friends. I don't want to do that to anybody. We could be... in. all seem like very sort of nice... Jeremy and Danielle could invite you to their wedding. You could meet somebody special. No, he commits suicide at weddings, so no. <laughs> <laughs> He's not coming to the wedding, bro. I commit them from weddings. From yeah, weddings. That was, well, whatever. It's just no. a novel. <laughs> can, we, can we broadcast your wedding here? <laughs> <laughs> no. No parts of that. So what are you working on, Joaquin? I'm going to move on in just a minute and make Danielle ask us, answer some questions as well. But um, what are you working on? I've got a collection of short stories that I've written, some from previous years ago, some that I'm trying to put together now, and trying to compile them together in a collection of short stories called Stories from a Bar with No Doorknobs. I'm hoping to release it on Smashwords by September. Hey, I've got some advice for you. Get off that Smashwords and just put it on Amazon, where everybody is. Um, Smashwords is supposed to distribute to Amazon, and they decide whether or not they want it when they suggest it. So technically... What? Yeah, Amazon does not want me. Barnes & Noble online doesn't Amazon want me, but they don't anything really on Amazon. There's no, there's not Have you published any of the stories separately? Like in uh, no, journals? Nobody, nobody wanted them. And uh, so, again, just sort of going alone. Um, yeah, going alone is great, but you can put it on Amazon, you know. Yeah, I know, but I really like Smashwords. They were I the can't understand I why you would like that. It's, do they pay you anything? Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, okay, well, my, no, book, t- my, books are, my books are free, technically, now. Um, Angry Johnny was uh, two ninety nine for a download, but nobody <laughs> downloaded it. And when I put up Suicide Notes from a Wedding, it was free. And just within the first day, it was three times as many downloads as an entire year with Angry Johnny out there. So it's not so mm. much that people don't care. It's just that they're cheap. And I understand that entirely. So... Mm. Okay. So I'm going to stick with that. I'm all right. Well, I still can't understand. Yeah. I could not download it onto my Kindle, and, and I can down, I've downloaded all sorts of crap. I'll see what I can send you. So figure that out, because yeah. it really, I mean, you could have had another reader. You could have doubled your audience. I know. Or, you know, at Overnight. the least, halved it. I, I'm not very good at math. <laughs> or, or <laughs> no, you don't need to be good at math. Hey, Danielle, so <laughs> tell us something. What, what exactly is this? I found this online as well. What exactly is the New Orleans Kids Partnership Program? That sit that you're that you're hitting up something in the called the gr- the grow zone. I'm the coordinator. I, of I'm interested in the grow zone, but grow. a different kind of yeah. growing. It's, That's well, why I grow found is great resources where you're at, and it doesn't great clearly, resources where you're at. Right. All right. Doesn't clearly explain that it's a healthy lifestyles program, but the intention is that it's kind of all the great resources to make a whole child a well child. Um, so what it looks like is on Saturdays we have. Um, a whole lineup of fitness activities for young people between the ages of 8 and 18. So we operate in two locations. We're at Medard Nelson Charter School in Gentilly and at the St. Bernard North Center um, for teenagers. So there's a site for like the 8 to 12-year-olds, and then there's another location for everyone who's 13 and up. Um, He's not welcome there (laughs) (laughs) at either location. Thank you. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) L-O-L. But there's, you know, there's a Zumba class for moms that one of my um, girls teach, and there's yoga. When you say one of your girls, not one of your 15, not your 15-year-old. No, not my 15-year-old. I have, like, 
Team True North Wellness. So okay. um, you have a team. Oh, you have a bunch of people. We have a bunch of people. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't. Right. I can't do all the classes. So right. Um, that's good expansion for my business. So it's yeah. a pretty. So you look like a real business. Here. Yeah, I have a real business. I'm kind of excited and surprised, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> what did you think it was going to be? Just you and a well, few people jumping around. When I started doing, when I started True North, I was working full time in development. So it's kind of just right. something I was doing on the side. And then yeah. a couple years ago, I did the Capital One Getting Down to Business program. And um, I was the only person who was a part-time business owner. And Is that the thing where they give $25,000 to somebody? Not 25000 but um, I did come in first place in the business plan competition. Right. Very good. I came in third place in the pitch competition, and that was in 2012 that I did that, Capital One. Yeah. So Mark Bucri challenged me then, and he said, when are you going to go full-time with True North? As in, take the leap of faith leave the regular job and do your business full time. So um, last summer I resigned from Xavier and I took the leap of faith and I'm yeah. now doing True North Wellness full time. Wow. Thank you. So Very just cool. um, a couple of weeks ago, I am one of the winners of Propeller's pitch oh, competition, Living Well pitch competition. I came in third place. So well, True North is doing great. That really is doing great. It is. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. I read this thing about this other thing too that it says here, the Grow Zone Project is one of 12 programs statewide it's going to receive $10.2 million in grant from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Louisiana. So Blue Cross Blue Shield funded um, three projects in New Orleans. Grow is one of them, and we serve young people. Fitnola is another one, um, and they are trying to do fitness for adults. And um, it's kind of a citywide initiative. New Orleans is selling, celebrating 300 years in 2018, and so the goal with Fitnola is to become one of the top 10 cities in America, which is a lot of work to do because we're currently ranked like Louisiana is ranked like number 48 right now. Um, but no, <laughs> So we're doing the work. I'm very proud of what we're doing collectively, all of us. Um, uh, that's very interesting because yeah. my first thought was that this is sponsored by, now I can see why, sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield, which is a Blue Cross Blue Shield funds health grow. insurance company. Right. Blue Cross Blue Shield who's, um, who's grow got a their grant money. From They make them. the money out of all of us paying them and then hopefully them not having well, that's my work. That's why care. I do wellness work. That's why right. I do corporate wellness Clever. and community wellness, because ultimately, um, you know, I want to position us where we don't have to rely so much on our healthcare systems because we do it preventatively. Right. But I'm just thinking that these guys, Blue Cross Blue Shield, their profit comes from us paying health insurance, which was now mandated to by mm -hmm. the federal government. Mm -hmm. They make money if we don't use health insurance, if we don't use health care. So they got a grant too. So I mean, it's it's all they're giving you money to make people healthy, so they right. don't need health care. Because they realize, I it's think, ironic. I think we it all is. realize that it's also you know, PR. right? It's just you've got to invest in the community. So they can't continue to collect the money on our premiums and right. not invest back in. They the don't community. want to be the enemy all the time, right? You have to look like you're the good guy. Well, you are <laughs> exactly. the good guy if you're giving ten million dollars for people to get fit. But actually, right. they're going to get fit so they don't have to become the forty-eighth state in the country, and they're using all your all your money on health care. Right. It's sort of insidious and sick. But, um, <laughs> Joaquin, do you work for Blue Cross Blue Shirt? <laughs> they are in North Carolina. What? No, there's, there's probably nobody I despise more really in this world than, uh, than insurance CEOs and bigwigs. Really? That's your most hated? Probably. Did you talk to Danielle about Bring Back Our Girls? No, I didn't. Graham wants to know. 
Wow. Are you part of Bring Back Our Girls? Yeah, I was well, there. Well, by the, the time anyone listens to any of this, they'll be back, of course, as well. Well, that's, you know what? I was going to share that with, because um, we've talked about so much negativity, and the power of prayer is very, very real. We had Ooh. a rally on Mother's Day wow. um, at Congo Square. You prove um, that. Everyone's familiar with what's going on with the girls that were kidnapped right. in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, Sister Works, a dear friend of mine, Aminata Brown, and Rachel Dangerman, who's been on your show before. That's how I she know Graham is through Rachel. Okay. Um, and so they. Aminata's coming on. Oh, awesome. Okay. okay. So they organized um, this rally in Congo Square, and um, my daughter and I were participants, and there were hundreds of us out there, um, and just raised a lot of love and prayer and positivity and sent some great energy out. And Can you prove um, that the power of prayer works? Cause well, the day after Joaquin's we had that rally and all of our prayer, they got the video that showed that the girls were alive. So I think that's a definite positive impact to the okay. power of prayer. So. And can you pray for money? Because that's what we're interested in. Well, I pray for abundance and and peace and blessing. I don't really need the money. My God holds it all. He gives me everything I need. Okay, so. but if you can pray for something and get a video, uh-huh. what about just praying for another material object, which would be the same thing except it's... I mean, I guess you can pray for whatever you want, but, but I don't work, want... Ma- I don't just want material stuff. I just kind of... No, but it doesn't matter whether you want it or not. <laughs> if you can make it work, is the thing. If you can prove that can it works. Can you make it work? Yeah, that's the key. Do you believe that, really? Do I believe that you can pray for material things and get Like them? a video. According yes. to Creflo Dollar, you can pray for prosperity. Well, you know what? You can drive. I used to live in Atlanta and I live not far from their church and was stuck in the traffic on Sunday mornings there. Um, So God bless them. (laughs) Where where were you trying to get to on a Sunday morning? To whatever other church I was going to at the time. Okay. And what is this church, Kelsey? Oh, I was uh, referring to a Creflo um, and Taffy Dollar. Yeah, the evangelical. They have a ministry in Atlanta. Well, how do you say it again? Creflo. His name is Creflo. First name is Creflo and his last name is Dollar. I think it's just an <laughs> interesting coincidence right. that his name is Dollar. His real name. It, I think it's his real I think name. It's his real name too. Yeah. He's got I a church, used to watch him as a kid. My dad always had that stuff really? on TV. Mm-hmm. Creflo Dollar. I've never heard of that guy. It's all about and, prosperity. And he's got a whole one of those mega churches. So I think mm-hmm. I think what she's saying, not me, but I think what <laughs> Kelsey Kelsey is saying yes. is that that angle could help you pray for material things. I don't know that that's what their intention is. <laughs> but well, I was just wondering if you believed it. I don't pray for material things, so... Right. So you don't believe in that? That's, to me, that's not right. the purpose of prayer. Which, the purpose of prayer is what, though? Um, that's a, to me, that's just conversation with my God. That's how I talk to him. Do we have the same God? Like I don't know. I think there's only one. I think we might experience him in different ways and call him different names, and he or she or what, divine or universe or and whatever does, it is you want to call it. How does it, Satan fit into it? Um, Satan lost and continues to lose. So, ha Pay attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we have to get the hell out of here in a minute, but do we have time for one more song, guys? Yeah. No. Please, please, come on. <laughs> I don't think we I do. Mean, what do you, what you, do you tell think? tell me. I don't, we, yeah. We have got time if you want to do it. Cool. Let's do uh, a... And then we'll... Let's do something then we'll short. wrap up. Can we get a, z- a Zumba demonstration mid-song? There's yeah. no demonstration. <laughs> There's only participation. Oh, come on. But we well, can do Kelsey, it. You I mean, can do it. You can do it too. <laughs> I've got music on my phone. I've got my iPod. Well, we got, 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 got live music. I yeah. didn't know if it was that type of music. Oh, is, li- is Zumba well, you possible? you know what? We could do a cool down. I could stretch oh. to whatever they're about to play. I'm sure. Is that what we're doing? Is that cool with you? Yeah, it's fine. My boy's got my back. They're trying to dig me out of this hole I'm in. We're going to sing the next song. We're going to sing Josh for his wife. And it's, okay. like, it's on the album we put out. They're down. They're bros. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this might just redeem you. Thank exactly. God we've got time yeah, for it. It wasn't my idea. It was <laughs> the reason it's a single now is because it took seven years for, for us oh. to get to the point. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, it's called Linda. Okay. <coughs> oh, good? Yeah, man. All right. I know a girl who thinks the melodies instead of those sentences And hearing those sentences And to her, all the glitters is gone That's why I'm craving some bone If she mind, I do the best I can Satisfy her with the size she can think of She sees the world in so many shades of pink So unless to be a long walk I'll be at it till I'm done Cause I would give all the world for her To want me the way that I want her yeah, cause everything is on cold next to the burn in my soul when I see her. Yeah. She says, Lady, it's pretty, and that's all it is. Many hates. A pretty camel sees the world of many different shades of pink and things and pretty melodies. Oh, oh, yeah. With the touch of her fingertips That words leap from her lips And the light from her smile Good light from here to the Nile When her feet stand on all her sand She'll be the one who's suspended without her I need to know nothing about her Except that she belongs to me Still I wanna know everything Cause I would give all the world for her To want me the way that I want her yeah, cause everything is so cold next to the burn in my soul when I see her, yeah. She says the ladies, pretty and that's all it any man needs. I'm pretty careful, sees the world of many different shades of pink and things and pretty melodies. She says the ladies, pretty and that's all the titty man needs. Girl sees the world in many different shades of pink and things and pretty melodies. La 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 please turn your head and smile for me. La 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 Instead of those sentences, and two big lizards is gone. That's why her grief is so Surely the world would stop spinning without her. Ooh, and she belongs to me. Ooh, and she belongs to me. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. La 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 la
Thank you very much, you guys. That was really good. You dig dig yourself out of a hole there with that one, Josh. Right? Yep. You couldn't have sung that any better. That's a beautiful or song. Or more genuinely than that. That is a beautiful song. I Josh, want live it? music at Zumba now. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, you could have these guys come down and play live. That would be awesome. We'll have to work something out. And then I'll out. do the Zumba with you. You'll do Zumba, I'm and then when it's time it. for the cool down, like, honestly, that's perfect, perfect vibe. <laughs> I'm down. Okay. Let's talk. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> another happy ending. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. That's happy hour for another week from here at Casa Borrega. Sitting around the table here has been Daniel Burrell, her fiancé, Jeremy, whose name I don't know. What's your other name? Thomas. Jeremy Thomas. And we're all waiting for our wedding invitation. Congratulations. <laughs> As well, Joaquin Emiliano, the writer who's not long for this world. Correct. It's still here. You can find a link to his stuff on our uh, page at itsneworleans.com on our website. And uh, Hazy Ray, who have been Joshua Ray, P. Michael Hayes II, not Junior, and Ryan Patrick, who have been here, as well as Kelsey May, sitting in for Andrew Duhon. Thank you so much, Kelsey, for being oh, here. Oh, no problem. Thank, Thank you. you. an awesome job <laughs> on your first day on the job. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte, our associate yeah. producer. And technical director is Chris Kehoe. Christian Anya is our music director, and Joshua Brown is our music coordinator. Mitch Foreman played the theme song that you, um, or is playing it, I should say, and also wrote the theme song that is currently playing. The fabulous audio quality of the show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. For more information about their wide range of sound recording equipment, find them on PreSonus.com. If you'd like to be on our show, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworleans.com, where you can check out our other happy hour shows, as well as tons of other stuff that we produce over here. Out to lunch with Peter Raschuti live at Commander's Palace. Mindset with psychiatrist Nick Pajic. True to the Game with Chris True and Tammy Nelson Vietnam, our show about the New Orleans Vietnamese community with the Vietnamese Terry Gross Kim Vu and Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada. You can keep up with us on Facebook, on Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. On all of it, where it's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show and see what everybody looks like, which is going to be a horrifying reality for you. <laughs> That's on our website, itsneworleans.com. You can also find the photos on Facebook. These photos were taken by our photographer, Cheryl Del Pozo. Yes, yes. Thank, Thank you very much. much. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, our favorite podcast app, Swell, or some other podcast app that you like better, thank you for subscribing to us. If you could take a moment to rate and review us, that would help other people find us. Casa Borrega is where our show was recorded live today. Casa Borrega is a bar, a restaurant, and a live music venue down here on Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard in Central City. Come on down, have a drink, have a meal, and listen to some live Latin jazz, or find them in the meantime on Twitter and Facebook. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, who's probably going to be back here next week, Kelsey May, who's here this week, all our guests here sitting around the table back at the INO office. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour.